This is the Indesa Members Memo, a podcast of the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association. Indesa is 100% member-owned and is your industry voice. This episode of the Indesa Members Memo is sponsored by Orisure Technologies. Orisure offers testing products for drugs of abuse and alcohol. The Intercept Oral Fluid Drug Test is the first and only FDA-cleared oral fluid laboratory-based drug test for the nine most requested drugs of abuse. Intercept is simple to use with an easy collection procedure and a collection time of only five minutes. While being the number one recognized brand in laboratory-based oral fluid testing since 2000, the specimen is collected on-site but is then sent to a lab for testing. Companies get the convenience and immediacy of oral fluid testing, but also solid and defensible lab results. You don't sacrifice the accuracy of reliability of your current testing program. You simply eliminate the need to collect urine. Indesa is proud to have Orisher as our first official sponsor of the Indesa Members Memo podcast. Thank you, Orisher. Check out their website at www.orisher.com. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Indesa Members Memo. Uh, We're so happy to have you join us. This is Joe McGuire, Executive Director for the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association. Um, Could not be more delighted that you've joined us for this podcast. Um, You guys, we are going to have such an exciting 2021 coming up. Uh, We are scheduling member interviews like crazy, and those are so fun as we get to know different people in our industry. Um, Next week, you'll be hearing... um, an interview with Linda Richardson. Um, You will love Linda. She's our newest Indesa board member, um, but she is also a firecracker of a woman who has been in our industry for many, many years, tons of experience. Um, Anyway, I'll save it for the interview, but you'll love that. We're also going to interview our chairman, Jim Greer, who always has great tips and advice and wisdom on building business. And then we're going to interview Mickey Moore uh, from uh, one of our wonderful franchisees and uh, our one of our wonderful collection sites, I'm sorry, uh, multi-state locations and a state affiliate, et cetera. So anyway, good stuff is coming up, uh, just, to, just to put that out there. And then um, nextly, I want you to remember to like and subscribe to this podcast. So important that you do that. Whenever you do that, um, we get um, increased visibility so that more people in our industry can find us, spread the word, and get good information out there, which is always the goal for us. Well, today we're going to um, talk briefly about accreditation. Why should your location um, become accredited in this industry? Indesa has a new um, accreditation program that we rolled out at the end of 2020. Uh, Currently, you can become an accredited TPA or third-party administrator. You can also become an accredited uh, collection site or mobile collector. And then we now have uh, an accreditation for designated employee representatives or DERs. We will soon be adding an accreditation for SAPs, substance abuse professionals, and then we'll be working on our international accreditation, 
potentially we may be doing one for MROs. We'll see how that goes, getting some industry feedback on that. And then um, we are also going to be working on one for consultants in our industry, which we're really excited about. So what's the big deal about accreditation? Is it mandatory? Is it necessary? Does it matter? Um, is it worth the money? So let me answer those three questions. Is it necessary? Now, this answer may shock you, but I'm going to give it to you straight and be honest with you. Absolutely not. You don't have to do this. It's not required um, by any means whatsoever. Don't do it if you don't want to. It's not going to um, matter in the long run unless. Why is it important? Second question. Why, why is it important? Why does it matter? It matters because, it, so it's not required, it's not necessary, but the reason it matters and the reason that you may want to think about accreditation is because many years ago, another industry association in, in drug and alcohol testing established an accreditation um, document, which basically pay a fee and get the piece of paper um, as long as you have you know, insurance. Um, their accreditation was more about, do you have one of our trainers on staff? Uh, do you have uh, a couple of our collectors, you know, that have gone through our programs on staff? Do you have insurance? You're good to go uh, as long as you pay the money. Ours is not like that at Indesa. We, if we decided if we're going to do accreditation, we're going to take it to a, a different level where it actually has some meaning but I'm getting ahead of myself. So when that other previous um, accreditation program was established, what happened is um, a lot of people in our industry started using that designation as a type of credentialing when they went after um, state and federal requests for proposals for contracts, okay? So they would go after an RFP to get a state or federal contract. Maybe it's um, testing for prison, for probation, for school districts, for, you know, who knows, like wherever you are doing um, collections for where you're looking at some type of city, state, county, or federal contract, um, these accreditation documents were used as a, a type of credentialing. And uh, which was nice, that was all well and good. But what has happened and what we've seen over the last few years is now when these entities are putting out their RFPs, they are requiring that you show proof of accreditation or they will not accept your application. So initially when Indesa formed, we were not going to do an accreditation program. We said, you know, it's not in 49 part 40, we're not going to do it. And that's kind of how we did our baseline. And then we started having members call us and say, you know, I'm trying to get this, um, this contract in the state of Florida, the state of Virginia, the state of Texas, whatever. And I can't do it unless I have an updated accreditation document. So then we were forcing them to go back to the other association for a piece of paper that really does not carry any weight. So we talked to our members, um, specifically our training and certification committee, our, our state affiliates and, and some others and our board had some discussions. And we decided, look, um, if, if this is something that people in our industry need and uh, state and city, county and, and federal agencies are requiring this, then let's create the best that there is. And so I'm very proud to say that um, 
I contacted some of our members and we worked with the training and certification committee and we actually formed a uh, an oversight review panel um, made up of experts in our industry who were responsible for the creation of this program. And, and the names are all people that you would know and recognize that have been around for 30, 40 years in this industry that have created, um, you know, they've helped create some of the the um, mandates, some of the rules, uh, and as well as the processes for um, our entire industry. And I am so impressed with the body of people that came together and felt extremely passionate about this program. And so these folks started digging in and uh, we actually have worked on this accreditation program now for several years. We, we worked with our insurance company. We worked with experts in the industry like Bill Judge and Nick Hartman of, um, of uh, Screening Compliance Institute. And one of the reasons that we did that is because we wanted them to come back and tell us what are the risks and liabilities that we need to look at. Um, for our questionnaire so that those who qualify for accreditation have covered all their bases, right? So there's an application fee and a questionnaire that's uh, pretty lengthy that takes you through all of the requirements for basically um, just things that, that any um, sound operating entity uh, should recognize and be able to answer easily with documentation of training certifications and, of course, uh, the insurance and uh, a, a variety of other things. But um, we now have, I believe, seven accredited sites in our pipeline, and we have three more people that are working on it. And we just rolled this out, like I said, at the very end of 2021. So, I mean, 2020, I'm sorry at the end of 2020. So here we are, um, you know, we, we now are, we're adding to this program regularly. And what we want you to know is that um, if this is something that you would like as a designation, because you go after contracts, because you want to build a better book of business, um, something that's more significant, and if you want to be a part of something that is meaningful. This this thing is, it's credible, it's cream of the crop. Um, we've had a review from participants like CCDAP, um, you know, people in our industry that, that like I said, um, brought scrutiny to this issue. So, uh, I want you to take a look at it. Um, go to our website, take a look at our accreditation program. Um, if you can't find it, uh, just shoot me an email, McGuire at indesa.com. That's J-O-M-C-G-U-I-R-E at ndasa.com. And I am happy to walk you through it, talk you through it. And uh, I, I will tell you that at the end of the day, this is an accreditation program that will mean something in this industry in, in the years ahead. So I'm excited about it. I hope that you are too. Um, and I hope that, uh, you know, in the long term, you guys, this will be something that you'll be so proud of to share with others and to tell them about it and to um, get them on board with it. Because um, we, we figured, like I said, 
if we're going to do it, we might as well do it right and make it the best there is. And I believe it's absolutely um, something that's fabulous and um, and really impressive, if I do say so. So um, that's it for today. I just wanted to share that with you because I think um, sometimes people get confused between what is an accreditation and what is a cer certification. Certification is like a collector um certification that you have been trained. Uh, certification, in my uh, opinion, means you've gone through the training program. So whether you're a trainer, a collector, you know, DER, TPA, MROA, whatever, um, that is quite, quite different than an accreditation. Accreditation is kind of like the whole big ball of wax. So um, anyway, hopefully that clears that up for you and gives you a little bit of information and an update on, on what that program looks like for our industry. And if there's any topics that you would like for us to cover in the future, please drop me an email, let me know. Um, and again, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. And also, you know, if you want to join any um, community conversations, hit us up on our social media pages on LinkedIn and Facebook and whatnot, Instagram. Um, we'd love to start a conversation or jump into a conversation on anything that you find relevant to our industry. All right, you guys, um, I will say to you all, Happy New Year. Let's make 2021 fantastic. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Indesa Members Memo. Subscribe to hear all of our podcasts and join Indesa to access all of our professional industry resources. Visit us at ndasa.com.